Have you experienced the hierarchy of birth? Maybe you're coming from a super medicalized birth experience and you're noticing the pendulum swing way in the other direction. Are you wondering where to land in your birth decisions without falling into total joy-sucking legalism? Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast. If you haven't noticed, there has been a bit of rebranding. There's been a ton of changes the past six weeks, and I'm excited to announce there is more to come. Today, I had a dear friend, Jamie, on the show. We laughed and we got fired up. If you want to experience what it's like for two birth worker friends to get together and talk about birth, then here is a little sneak peek into that. We talked about a wide range of topics, but I pray that this episode really blesses your heart. If you're currently planning a home birth, then make sure to go down to the show notes where you'll see a link that will take you to my complete home birth essentials checklist. Have everything you need for a beautiful labor and postpartum organized and ready to go by printing off this checklist. Nothing is worse than having your husband leave your side during a contraction to find a snack or a pan that you didn't think you needed. You are able to enjoy the last couple of weeks of pregnancy knowing that you have everything you need. Birth doesn't have to feel chaotic. When you have everything you need in a clearly laid out and organized fashion, you will experience peace. Click the link and download the totally free for now checklist today. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Allie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home birth, you found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section, propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth, and now I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose, and I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here, we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth or you're already on this radiant journey, the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. 
Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in. And so I just like fell in love with birth um, when I was pregnant with my daughter. And I feel like since then, I've just been like diving deeper and deeper into birth. And I'm just continually and obsessively like (laughs) reading about it, watching videos, learning more and more. I love attending births. I love um, just being a part of like the sisterhood of being in a birth space. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also why this topic of like what we're going to talk about is so interesting is because sometimes I think like I can find myself falling in the trap of like, okay, what's, what's for my next birth? Like, what Mm -hmm. does my next birth have in store? And because like we say from a wise woman who's told us both each birth is a progression. And so like, there's wisdom in that of like, what comes like, what comes next? What can we learn from the first one and take into the next one? But it's really also really easy to get sucked into a trap of like, okay, what do I need to like push next? What do I need to not do next time? It's like the perfectionism. We can get trapped in the legalism of like, oh, well, that's, you know, that was bad. (laughs) Like, yeah, we're really good at turning things black or white in the birth world. And Mm -hmm. like, when you dive deeper into that, you can see that's a very easy trap. But you were saying like birth is a progression. And so I think that's why birth stories are so important too, Mm -hmm. is because Mm -hmm. people, you know, share stories to learn. And Mm -hmm. I learn something every time I listen to a birth story. Yeah. So your two birth stories or maybe one birth story is on the podcast, but it's, you should go listen to that. It was quite a fun birth. That was fun. And her birth was technically a free birth Mm -hmm. because she didn't have a Mm -hmm. midwife. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about that. Let's just get right into it. Okay. Yes. So (laughs) what was... Who, okay, who defines technically, do you think, for free birth? Who even defines that word? I feel like (laughs) whoever's the loudest on social media, right? Like, and isn't that the answer for like how we define anything these days is like, who is the loudest? And that's what, because that's what then what the most people understand it as. But when you like really, you like you I don't know you have to like really think about it okay but what does that mean and does it have to look a certain way or are we free to interpret for ourselves what our birth should be our specific birth for our own self and yeah I don't know we can't I don't think we can broadly apply that to everybody yeah but I think maybe we should talk about the generally what is understood as yeah so I mean I think you're right. The loudest people talking about what free birth is, a lot of times they just define it as having nobody there Mm -hmm. and being completely autonomous, absolutely no intervention. Um, What else would you add to that? I mean, I think. Yeah, I would say, um, and I think it can kind of go back and forth between like, maybe it's just like a mom, like completely alone, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just her and her husband or her and her family, maybe like another support person, maybe even a doula. I think that's kind of like maybe a great area. Be a birth keeper. Yes. Not a doula. I don't know if 
there I mean sometimes it's it's the absence of a midwife then that's kind of what it seems like but you're right like there is a different definition Mm -hmm. everybody has a different definition of what free birth is yeah but for some reason free birth is like the gold standard yeah like once you have a free birth you have made it Mm -hmm. you have done it perfectly and you've made <laughs> yes because what comes after like we we're talking about like in the progression okay if you want yes. to get um a less and less medicalized birth okay so it's like a lot I think this is a, a similar story for a lot of moms it's like maybe you have your first in the hospital maybe you have an epidural maybe you even have a c-section mm-hmm. and then maybe the next one okay what's the next step maybe you don't have an epidural or you have a v-back and then what's the next step okay maybe you birth at home and then what's the next step birth at home without a midwife <laughs> what's the next step birth at home with nobody else there yeah but why do, why are we pushing that standard on ourselves rather than tuning into and not saying like free birth is not bad it's right. not bad to not have I anybody think that's there what we're trying to get away from is the fact that there is a a good and a bad like yeah there might be a better and best yeah possibly but that is so subjective to each person yeah and so when we start slapping on labels or start putting like everybody in this birth box yeah like if you birth in this way then you are free oh my goodness Mm -hmm. the free thing it's like you're birthing in slavery then if you have anybody present and like that's the opposite of it and like you're enslaved if you feel like you have to do a certain thing to be free Mm -hmm. like you when in reality true freedom is being able to tune into yourself understand what your body is and your baby is going through tune into yourself and decide for yourself what is it that I need in this specific stage of my pregnancy mm-hmm. in this specific going into this specific birth, mm-hmm. what kind of support do I need? And like, maybe that's the better question to ask mm-hmm. is not, how do I do it more by myself? How do mm-hmm. I become more independent, but how do I tune in to what I need so and good. being open to maybe that's support maybe that's even more support maybe that's having two doulas versus one you know what I mean you just there's so many variables and believe it or not like what if it means actually you need to birth in the hospital can we say that like Mm -hmm. I am an avid home birth advocate I believe every woman should be considering that is her very first option yeah right like before you consider a hospital birth like have you even thought about a home birth mm-hmm. as your very first option I think every woman should be doing that mm-hmm. but I'm also not so black and white as to think every woman should be birthing at home yeah and yeah. I I think that's where these labels and these guidelines that are arbitrarily being put on by whoever mm-hmm. out there who's coined the term like you know that's that's their labels. Are are you wanting to live within somebody else's defined word mm-hmm. or are you wanting to live with what what's best for you? Yes. Because what did we talk about? This is something I wrote down that okay, in the fight to unravel modern day birth and that is birthing in a hospital on somebody else's terms following all the rules, doing stand the standard care, the standard intervention. So in the fight to unravel that 
maybe we've actually restricted ourselves to one right way to birth rather than tuning into actually what we actually need and desire. Yeah. Because we don't want to become, we don't want to go to the other opposite end of the spectrum where we once again feel restricted because we have to do things a certain way. Yeah. But we should have the freedom to just tune in. Yeah. We were talking about before, we don't have to free birth, but we should be birthing free. Right. And I just love that. I just want to go back to that. Like that's ultimately what like peaceful home birthing is, Mm -hmm. is we want to have the freedom to make it look like whatever we need to, because each birth is different. Each baby is different. Each mom Mm -hmm. at that time is different. Mm -hmm. Um, so with your last birth, like, (laughs) I mean, was it better because it was a free birth? I mean, granted, your yeah. birth person couldn't make it. Yes. So like I was supposed to have a midwife. You were supposed to, but then it didn't happen. Yeah. So does that make it like maybe somewhat lower on the scale of free birth because you were still hoping a midwife? Would yeah. Be, right? like, yeah. It didn't quite make yeah. the free birth status. Yeah. You were close though. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Not quite there. <laughs> I know. It's interesting because. I feel like this is also like something that we need to be prepared for when we think of like taking, I think that's like the big thing that we can take away from this idea of free birth, this full autonomy is that we have, we have to be prepared for situations like that. Like we have to be prepared because we're never guaranteed that somebody is going to be there to help us. And so I think that's something like, you know, that's something to take away is that because the other day I read a news article about someone who they were headed to the hospital and they had the baby in the car and then a police, I think this is in New Mexico. And then they were like in the parking lot. And then a police officer was like going to pull them over because they ran a red light. <laughs> and then he sees this baby and the baby actually needed a little bit of help. They called it resuscitation. Um, and, but so, I mean, even if you plan on birthing in the hospital, you're not guaranteed. Like you have to still have, you, you have to take ownership of yes. your own birth and be prepared for whatever may happen. You have to know, you know, what to do in the moment. And for us, and we've seen that and you've experienced mm-hmm. this giving your baby a few breaths, yes. like in, you know, in this case. Yes. And so that's something that, you know, who's to say what exactly this baby needed. I know like he they they said he did a few back slaps and then the baby oh, was God. fine which That's we would we would do that but I mean the baby probably just needed a few breaths yes and or to, just and mom to be to, like talk yeah to the baby so close. yeah I think it was yeah. Sister Morning Star that was talking about the like the closeness of the mother's breath is like enough of a breath mm-hmm. to stimulate that baby to yeah. breathe or even like whispering in the ear and so I remember when. Zion was born and this is six months ago already that's crazy but um he was born and yeah he just wasn't like he was okay but he was just slower to wake you know transition yeah and I remember talking in, into his ear because I knew that he was just mm-hmm. a little but it was so instinctive yeah and I think that's the thing too is you know free birth advocates are really like want you to be instinctual and they Mm -hmm. say that anybody around you is going to inhibit Mm -hmm. your instincts Mm -hmm. um and the same with medical birth it's like when people are around you yes telling you what to do but I I would push back a little bit and say you know why why is it that 
people feel like inhibited by people yeah that their instincts can't take over yeah I mean I had plenty of people in the room Mm -hmm. but I was still very instinctual and I think it goes Mm -hmm. back to being prepared yes and just being surrounded with Mm -hmm. birth and and educated Mm -hmm. on you know what it looks like for a baby to be a little slow to transition like what are some things I as a mom can do and how important is that especially in our state, like our state, mm-hmm. you can't really have a midwife. Like CNMs are are uh, illegal to have. Like it's a felony for them to come into our house and support a woman, which is absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to it's okay for a woman to home birth, but to have somebody there to help her, like God forbid. Yeah. Anyways, um, how important it is it for us to have somebody, you know, be fully prepared. Yeah. In those circumstances. Yeah. Because we have to take, we have to take responsibility for our birth because there are no guarantees. And that was, you know, to cir- circle it back, there's no guarantees whether you're at the at home or at the hospital, like we still have to take that ownership. But I think that sometimes even having the presence of people can give, I don't know, it can just, it, it can bring a lot of confidence. I yeah. think, you know, like a sisterhood and it, and we're not yes. talking about just anybody. We're not saying, Oh, just like hire somebody. You are very intentional about who you bring into your birth space. Yeah. And that's something I, I really, um, advocate for as a birth photographer. I make that like very known. Um, when I'm talking to a mom about attending her birth as her photographer, like I recognize that it's so it's, you are inviting me into your, you're not inviting me to shoot your birth. You're inviting me into your birth space to like witness and be a part of like the whole like energy of the room and everything. Which as Christians, can we even talk about energy? Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) No, but it's so true. And I think we, we experience that more than anybody is like, I was just talking about it today, actually on my stories, how like that spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. of birthing is like it's energetic yes. like it's spiritual yes. on a deep level and somebody yeah. coming in who matches that mm-hmm. is really important and it is yeah. not woo woo and it is not new age yeah it can be it's proven. the holy spirit it's, the it's, holy in, spirit. it's inviting the holy spirit yeah into a spirit-filled birth i mean yeah. he's already there but we're just like inviting, inviting like fall like full presence yes yes Yes. and so if somebody comes in and they're not in alignment with that like Mm -hmm. you can feel it Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. very obvious Mm -hmm. and it's very obvious when all of us like think of the last birth that we were at together yeah and which was just recently and I think of like all of the prayer that happened over that mom by the the husband another like a couple other women that were there. I mean, there was a lot of prayer and we were all, I mean, we were all praying, you know, and like this mom was working so hard and we were all, I mean, you could feel it and you could feel it in the room. Like we were just all on the same page. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that like, we wouldn't, you know, also attend the the birth of, you know, maybe like a non-Christian, but that is part of like what we bring to the table is like, that's what, that's, how we are entering the room is with that Holy Spirit presence. Yes. And it is a powerful thing because this mom was getting so tired Mm -hmm. and it was hard work. And you know what? 
having nobody there wouldn't have changed the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Like at that point, that was just the labor that had been chosen for her for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, you know, and um, yeah, just having that spiritual shift in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Made for what? Such a joyous entry yeah. of a baby. Yeah. Like the joy comes in the morning. Yes. That's just what I was yes. thinking. Like yes. through the toil and through the hardships, like, what a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of the church too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think we were meant to do this alone. Yes. Like we yes. are built for community. for community. Yes. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense that the highest progression of birth we have is getting rid of people is to be alone is to be yeah. alone. Yeah. I, I will adamantly stand mm-hmm. against that and that's not saying if you birth alone you're insane making a bad no, decision or anything yeah no but it's putting the the line it's not the ultimate in the sand. thing exactly yeah. saying once you've reached this then you've succeeded mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. no like let's redefine what free birth is mm-hmm. like it's birthing free. Mm-hmm. Let's birth free and let's birth according to what the will of the Lord is. Like, yeah. let's pray for his heart and let us pray that we are able to make the decisions that based off of that. Yeah. Right. Do yes. you agree? Yes, totally. And I remember when I was pregnant with my son who was born at home, I remember praying about who do I invite into my birth space? And I remember I was very intentional with the photographer that I picked. I was like, okay, this, this person needs to love. That was like my number one thing is like everyone that's in that room with me needs to love Jesus. Like Mm -hmm. they need to like that, that is what I need. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, uh, so I was intentional with my birth photographer. I, my midwife and her assistant, both believers. And I, I remember even praying about like, about my, the, the, my midwife was like, um, are you, you know, are you okay with my assistant coming? And I remember like, pray, like I, I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then I remember I actually took some time to pray about it mm-hmm. and I, and I did, and I felt like I felt peace about, yeah. And I think maybe even, I maybe even asked yeah. you, I'm like, do you think that I need like, you know, to have like an additional perk? Cause I was trying to keep it as small as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember feeling at peace with like, yeah, I think, she, you know, she can be there and, mm-hmm. it, you know, and that's how my midwife didn't end up being there. Yeah. And so it was her assistant in you. And that's exactly how, like the Lord told me, you know, she should be there. Mm-hmm. And that, and it ended up being so like, that's who I needed. I needed her and I needed you. And then, you know, my husband and my daughter, but I think being so intentional with who we're inviting into our birth space, because it can, yeah, I don't know. It can make or break things. But also let's talk about the sisterhood oh, yeah. of having another woman present who has given birth. And it doesn't have to be, that's not like a prerequisite by mm-hmm. any means. I mean, any like a childless woman, a single woman, whoever can be a wonderful birth support. But sometimes there's just really something special about having a woman who with you, who has gone through it before. And I think of, again, I think of our most recent birth because it's kind of special because we've been at each other's births, like this group of people. And so we, we know the birth stories of each other. And so I was actually thinking that with this mom, that we were just together at your birth a year or six six months ago. Oh my gosh, time six months ago. And I'm thinking 
she can recall in that moment. Like I remember when your birth, you were at some really challenging times. And I remember her and I just like making eye contact or like, you know, being like, okay, that sounded different. Okay. That was good. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, just like, I don't know. And just, we, like, we were able to just kind of affirm where you were at silently to ourselves, but lift you up in prayer that way. And I just remember thinking like, I wonder if she, if that, any of that comes to mind or if she knows, you know, you can just like recall that, that sisterhood of we're lifting each other up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think there's Yeah, no. And even when I was like, when I was supporting her and I was like right next to her and I'm like, I've been there. Like, yes, there's a certain compassion and empathy you have when you've been through something. And like, it just makes it a little bit easier to support because you can step in that space of like, I know you're feeling so weak right now and so incapable of doing this Mm -hmm. but you are so able yeah like and I know you Mm -hmm. are because I've been there and if I can do I know for sure you can do it and so yes and then I love oh my gosh the births that we attend together Jamie are literally they're just the best my (laughs) I remember one time we I walked in I was a backup doula yes and I was a backup photographer and we had no idea and we showed up and we we're like oh <laughs> and just so fun and so that's what the sisterhood is and you know what mm-hmm. anytime I meet a mom in our area that has ho- had a home birth don't you just feel like an immediate connection? Yes. Yes. It's like, yes. it's a deeply rooted. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Connection. Yes. Because you know that you both had your own journey of getting there. And it's like having a similar, I mean, it's like how we have like the same worldview as Christians. It's like kind of like that. Yeah. Like you just, you know that you understand and have very similar views on something that is so important. doesn't mean that everyone has to have the same views as us, but when you really, it's like you've like walked, you've like, I don't know, you've been treading through the same waters to get to the space that you, you know, cause we mm-hmm. all like, it's, it is a journey. Like we, we think it's not just like, oh, that sounds fun to birth at home. Like, let's just do that. Well, yeah, let's have an unmedicated birth. Like that sounds fun. <laughs> like nobody like does that. Like it's, we all have a why and we have our journey of everything that we have to think through and accept and prepare for. And so to meet someone else who's gone through that journey is there's nothing else like it. And then there's nothing else like having that person to support you at your birth. It's just really special. Yes. Yes, it is. And I think that's what's so beautiful about um, home birth is it is a community. Yeah. Like you don't meet some, I mean, when I had birth in the hospital, I didn't go around (laughs) other moms who birthed in the hospital and was like oh, you have a hospital <laughs> yeah. we're connected yeah. everyone just assumes yeah. yeah like you already yeah so it's rare to meet another like home birth mom yeah. you know it's There's just so special. it is so special and yeah there is some deep heart work to prepare I mean you had talked yeah. about preparing like you prepare your physical space, you mm-hmm. prepare your heart, your, you know, spiritual, you prepare mm-hmm. your body. What else do you prepare? I mean, oh my gosh, your children. Oh, you like prepare your, your, your whole fan. It's a family experience for many and not everyone, but many it's the whole family is involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. It's you go on. 
I don't know how else to say it other than your heart goes on like this journey, a spiritual journey. And, um, and then you have your life that you live outside of birth that it, it just melts into like yeah. birth impacts yeah. every yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, birth is why I believe in miracles. Yes. Like I, yeah. I could cry thinking about it, but like the miracles I've seen are because of birth. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but the Holy Spirit is so powerful and active. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that it didn't, it mm-hmm. just stopped. Yes. You can't, yes. from me working in the birth world, like, I have seen amazing miracles happen. Mm-hmm. I have seen, you know, babies mm-hmm. just, like, come to life. How yeah. much more power, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen husbands pray for their wives. Yeah. When they had nothing oh, on the brink favorite. of transfer. Yeah. Just, uh, even you get to the point, like I've seen so many women get to the point where it's like, I literally want to give up Mm -hmm. right now. Like I'm just totally done. I have Mm -hmm. nothing left in me. And thus the husband comes in and Mm -hmm. prays. And it was like, like the the atmosphere just like changes in an instant. And this mom gets supernatural energy that could only be described as a miracle in that moment. (sighs) Especially when it's like, a husband who maybe had to come around to the mm-hmm. idea of home mm-hmm. birth and then they real like they step up which is what every husband should do as step up and to be there for his wife yeah and it's like it's like so beautiful then when you see it of like of maybe they were like a little bit unsure or maybe they had to kind of come around to it and then they're just like no you can do this you yeah. prepared for this you know you know I don't it's just like the there's thing nothing yeah. better than that I yeah. know and I think I do like when I work with moms I'm like really coaching the husbands too Mm -hmm. I'm like what is our role because I think a lot of husbands come into it and they're like I don't know I'm not the one giving birth like I don't know what to do I'm like you're the protector of the space yeah like your job is to pray yeah and that prayer of protection is so powerful and then the prayer for strength and um yeah. you know you're holding her you're literally holding her up yeah. physically during contractions but also spiritually yes yeah so did you see yes. that with your husband your husband's so oh, amazing. yeah like I have I have well, and even thinking about my daughter's birth at the mm-hmm. hospital when like and you were there for this mm-hmm. too and this male doctor walks in yeah <laughs> not about that and Joe goes I'm sorry sir she doesn't want any men in here because that was something I had like in my birth plan was yeah. I did not and let except in the case of like a like a true emergency where it's like there's nobody else or something mm-hmm. whatever that I didn't I wanted to be only women mm-hmm. and I was so proud of him in that moment and in that moment I didn't like really you know I was like in I was like literally pushing my you baby pushing, out yeah. like um baby's head was, like, I, right yeah <laughs> I, I didn't really care whether or not this like guy was in here or not but I just like loved that my husband remembered that and advocated for me because I didn't even like register that he was there like but Joe saw him walk in and he spoke up and I loved that okay now how does that affect your marriage outside Mm -hmm. like did it change anything when you saw that he advocated and like protected you Mm. in that moment yeah and I think I would say this is true for both my births that it's both of my births have strengthened my marriage because it's like a husband and a wife working together in a way that's like, you just can't. And this is the the picture of marriage, right? Is like, we are 
Like ind- independence, and this is the kind of the theme of our whole thing. Yeah. Independence is not biblical. We yeah. are meant to depend, to live in community and to depend on God. And independence is a lie. Like you can have like your interests, you can be outspoken, you can be strong, whatever. Mm-hmm. But independence, when we rely on ourselves, we are deceiving ourselves because we can't, our hearts are sinful. Mm-hmm. We can't, we don't have the capacity to run the show. Like we need to depend on the Lord mm-hmm. for everything, for marriage, parenthood, everything. Mm-hmm. And so that birth is a beautiful picture of that. Of just how like marriage is a picture of the gospel. Birth is a picture of our relation of our relationship with the Lord of what it looks like for us to really depend on somebody, Mm -hmm. not who's there to control us or Mm -hmm. tell us how to go, but someone who loves us and cares for us. And so I think there's something really special. I mean, I can, I, I remember like walking down the aisle on my wedding day thinking this is like the closest I'll ever get to like walking, like when I like enter the gates of heaven, like this Mm -hmm. is like the clearest the picture gets is this right here, like Mm -hmm. walking, you know, yeah. walking toward the bridegroom you know whatever yeah, yeah. um it, it, but I think that birth is right up there with that because you're experiencing it you're like crossing crossing over like the threshold almost mm-hmm. of like reality into the supernatural like I don't know yeah use no. the words to, I don't know the, the supernatural, supernatural yes yeah. but this like you're you're depending on your husband and he's loving you in a way that we are designed to depend on Christ <laughs> and how deeply he loves us. So yeah, yeah there's a better shift each time for us. Yeah. yeah. Same. And you know, I had been talking, uh, I don't remember who it was. It was a couple we were talking to and I was pregnant with Zion and they're like, um, oh, we, we were working on, we were doing some marriage coaching. And so they were like, oh, you know, how are you doing pregnancy? And like, are you preparing for like what it's like after you have the baby? As in, are you preparing for how terrible your marriage is <laughs> after, after you have the baby? Yeah. And I just looked at them. I was like, honestly, that's like when marriage is the strongest. Yes. It is yes. beautiful because yeah. you have just went through the most like, hardest thing yeah. you can ever go through yeah you've come out on the other side because you have relied on each other yeah you've seen the lord work you've seen miracles you trusted each other you trusted each other leaned into each other yeah. and then your husband is like stepping into that place mm-hmm. of like nurture mode mm-hmm. like thank you for just yes. having my child yes. let me you know yeah help you yeah and coming from it like type a person who I'm like I can do it myself like that's my Mm -hmm. fallback I'm I fall back on the independence I would rather do it myself Mm -hmm. um having that time of being like oh I can trust somebody to take care of yeah and I don't have to control everything yeah that is huge yeah and that does strengthen our marriage literally every time but the thing is you have to allow that to happen and you have to prepare yeah for that to happen yeah it is not a natural overflow of birth yeah because the world is saying you go to a hospital you have a doctor Mm -hmm. sometimes male Mm -hmm. who will step in in between you and your mm-hmm. husband. The husband will wake up like, when it's time to push. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just heard a story the other day 
of the wife having her fifth baby in the hospital, had an epidural. She was like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just going to push out my baby, whatever. And the husband was out in the car watching football. She's like, nah, I don't need him. Imagine. I can imagine. Like, and I think that's like, and I think this is where our heart is, that there's, there's more for us in birth than just, yeah our baby being born. There's, there is a journey to go on. There is an experience to be had within ourselves, between us and the Lord, between us and our husbands, between friends. Yes. And, and if we just like, not like, I don't know, interventions are there for a reason. They are, they are good and life saving when they are necessary. necessary. But I, but I think that every, and every woman is free absolutely free to choose what kind of birth she has what intervention she wants but I think every woman should at least consider what kind of what do I really want how how much do I want to get out of this yeah and what do I need to do yeah yeah yeah. what are the steps I need to take what Mm -hmm. could this look like Mm -hmm. and just to allow yourself to just think about it I mean you could be like I have I have no interest in like feel I'm birthing at home. I have no interest in feeling everything, but like, what, what would it be like to just maybe just consider and just sit in it? And you never know where the Lord might lead you yeah. and it's his job to lead and not ours, but you know, we just want to encourage that, you know, there, there is another way and maybe let's just consider what that could look like. Yeah. Cause I think that what happens is when you start getting so legalistic mm-hmm. around your birth choices, like I did, I made a right decision or I made a wrong decision. Yeah. I'll just get, kind of go back to not my last birth, but the birth before one I had started, like, I really wanted a free birth because it was like, the the, the pinnacle yeah. of birth and yeah. being a perfectionist and you know like oh like competitive mm-hmm. I win yeah like, I have to win at yeah. birth like if that's the thing yeah I'm gonna go I'm to gonna the highest it. tier I'm yeah gonna, I'm gonna be the top and so I went in controlling my birth and I literally had myself believing I'm gonna have a four-hour birth I don't know why four hours I don't know why I had put a time limit on it but, you know, if you free birth, you have shorter births. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was just thinking, you know, whatever. And I wasn't even having mm-hmm. a free birth at the time. Yeah. Because I, I wanted my people there. So I, mm-hmm. I wanted, like, both worlds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, yeah. like, go the family-centered community birth. Yeah. But yeah. I also wanted to win. And how you win is by having a short labor, absolutely <laughs> no interventions, and you catch your own baby, right? Yeah. You literally, you catch your own baby, you mm-hmm. catch your own placenta, mm-hmm. like you do that and then you eat it and then you're better. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, you know, the, sorry, I've never ate my, my placenta. I know. <laughs> I don't do and that's totally fine. That's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Other than when it was sat in your cheek for a little while, one yeah, time, but <laughs> my cheek. That's right. which we've seen work multiple times. Multiple times. It is so great, yes. but so I went in thinking like I I had strapped myself down in this mm-hmm. legalism, right? Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where I was having such pain for a long time, like mm-hmm. pinching pain. Mm-hmm. I was not understanding. I was getting frustrated. It was probably. I don't know how long I had been laboring, like 12 hours at that point. Are you talking about Elise? Yes. Like, yeah. And yeah. I was just done. Yeah. And I think everybody was like, like, you could tell my mood 
was mm-hmm. like I was not mm-hmm. having it I was not happy mm-hmm. I was mad I actually was really really angry and that's mm-hmm. how you want to go into birth yeah but where did the anger come from the yeah. anger came from guidelines and stipulations that I had put on myself yeah which strapped me down it mm-hmm. put me in slavery mm-hmm. it stole my joy mm-hmm. because I had thought that this would make my birth better yeah if I just controlled this you yeah know? and yeah. then I ended up getting a cervical check <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the amount of guilt mm-hmm. that I had having that cervical check done even though literally you guys she it was the most gentle thing yes ever yes oh, and I had a baby in like five minutes yeah yeah and I was so thankful yes but I was carrying around so much guilt yeah and I yeah I think yeah again our heart to wrap this all up like our heart is for freedom like we want you guys to be so fully prepared Mm -hmm. so free so Mm -hmm. joyful so peaceful Mm -hmm. and so just ask yourselves like am I bounding myself up with rules mm-hmm. that should not even be applying to me. Yes. Because somebody else said that's going to make your birth perfect mm-hmm. or peaceful mm-hmm. or free. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, who is defining that? First of all, let's, let's figure out who's defining mm-hmm. terms here and, um, and then bring it to the Lord. Yeah. And just letting, allowing birth to just be birth, because I mm-hmm. think we can get like, and unfortunately, we're kind of, we kind of just live in a time where we kind of have to use these terms because a hospital birth is not the same as a home birth. You know, it's they're just such wildly different experiences that we kind of, terms can be helpful. Yeah. But at some point, like, when have we worked so hard to, like we were saying before, like, unravel, like, the modern-day medicalized birth that we are actually just tying it in with something else and making those rules rather than it just being birth. Like what Mm -hmm. is just birth? And I think of like, let's think of our ancestors. Like they just had birth. They didn't have hospital birth, home birth, (laughs) uh, unassisted birth, free birth, midwife attended birth, birth keeper attended birth, home birth with with doula, birth center birth. Yeah, like they literally just had birth. Like I don't think they had terms for like whoever was there yeah. they just they gave birth they invited people in into whoever they wanted and a they lot came of these people and we're more knowledgeable about birth and i yeah. think that's the thing too about free birth that we forget is like they think that if anybody is more knowledgeable and not everybody i'm not putting all people who are free birth into one category so hear me correctly i'm not like you know putting everybody in the same box mm-hmm. but there are people out there who would say nobody knows better than the mother which instinctually is true like you yeah. can't know everything that is going on but I think sometimes what that com- can communicate to people is that having somebody attend your birth with a little bit more knowledge about birth mm-hmm. doesn't make it free anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. that is the message that is coming across yeah and so you know back with our ancestors like we did we just had birth Mm -hmm. but and we would have our sisters and our mothers Mm -hmm. or you know and our neighbors come over and just like support and cook meals and like help with the kids and like it was just community the mom did what mom did 
<laughs> the mom did what the mom does. The mom did what she does. Yeah. And she just has a baby. Yes. But then but then there are midwives who like have been trained and have been around yeah. midwife that can help when needed. And yes. I think that is a beautiful picture as well. Yeah. Like maybe that's the picture of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Right? Like yes. the Holy Spirit is our helper, our counselor, yes. like our friend. And we can use that and we can have that at our at our disposal mm-hmm. as you know yeah. when we need something yeah because sometimes that out and it's not like this isn't like giving like permission or saying you need to do this or anything but sometimes just having another perspective can be really helpful like hey I see that you're tired can I get you a honey stick like hey you know do we want you know just like giving gently giving suggestions and I think like I don't know when you experience a birth with people there who are just really gifted in how they approach um interacting with the mother like it's it yeah. doesn't feel restricting it feels even more freeing and it's really beautiful and I think of that like let's talk about cervical checks yeah I mean seeing a cervical check done by an authentic midwife mm-hmm. is so careful and gentle and Not painful no it it is just I mean and it's, it's not, it's not the difference. R word. It's not the four letter R word. Either. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Can we just stop saying that? Like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's awful. very, because I, I think of the last time that I saw a circle check done and it was the midwife was saying, I can, you know, I can do that if you would like me to do that. And you know, she, like she had full consent mm-hmm. from the mom. Like it was so mm-hmm. obvious and just the, the way that she went about it was so gentle and loving and it's and it it, it, it's what this mom wanted and what she needed and I and it was the same the same thing with you when you had your cervical check I mean I've never seen you just don't you don't see a cervical check like that in the hospital you just and that's the thing sometimes information is helpful yeah sometimes it's not sometimes it is and as a mom if you're saying that like a mom knows best sometimes a mom knows when she needs information to keep going yes and I think we can't limit a mom just because oh she she wanted a cervical check she wasn't like mm-hmm. fully in her body mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I mean that's just yeah. going really far I I don't know in my yeah. opinion and you know what we don't talk about this enough but <laughs> this was like how it all started <laughs> but like there is very much an unglamorous side yeah to free birth mm-hmm. and I think part of the unglamorous side is one, you have to have the full responsibility of knowing everything. Mm-hmm. And then you are so much in your logical thinking brain all the time. Not everybody, yeah. but sometimes yeah. you can get caught up in that logical thinking. Like, am mm-hmm. I okay? Is baby okay? Mm-hmm. And you're assessing, which is makes it harder to enter into birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and then you have the full responsibility of the cleanup. Not yeah. you as a mom, but you know, your husband or whoever yep. is there. Yeah. Like, that's that, the big downfall for me. That's a huge <laughs> downfall. Yeah. You don't want yeah. your husband having to go yeah. like deflate the pool yeah. and yeah. even running and getting you food and water. Yeah. Like I wanted my husband right there. Mm-hmm. So yes. while free birth could be for some people without being legalistic, yeah. Everybody has the ability to birth free. Yes. Yeah. And so I think that's where we're coming to. Yes. Is 
let's stop putting ourselves or even birth into Mm -hmm. a box Mm -hmm. and let's just birth free. Let's just, yes, let's just birth our babies and be free to do everything. You can have somebody there and they cannot say a word and they can, they can just be there unless you call them to come be with you. And you can still do, if you want to catch your own baby, you want to birth your own placenta, you want to look at your own placenta, you want to cut your own cord, like you totally can. But I think sometimes just knowing that there's somebody there, if you decide that you want the help, like Mm -hmm. that's, I think, for me personally, that's just really comforting to know that there's somebody there that I can ask for help if I decide that I want it. Yeah. And I, and I've never felt like I needed like help in the way of intervention yeah. it's more needed the help of reassurance yeah like yes, yes you are doing okay yeah yeah like, you know what to do and I think sometimes that that's all you need yeah is that and yeah do you yep. have anything else yeah I don't know we covered guys, a lot. I know. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, you can put them in the comment section. Um, look in here. Yeah. If you have any questions on peaceful birthing, I think too. One last thing, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, really is. It's so good to be prepared. Like I just, yeah. I think feeling prepared with information, knowing your body, knowing Mm -hmm. birth, knowing your setup, being spiritually attuned, having like having your husband prepared, your kids prepared, like home birth is so Mm all-inclusive, like, and it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Like we have been through a lot Mm -hmm. to get to this place where we can look at birth and we like, we're seeing a lot of perspectives on yeah. that because we're so deeply in it. Yeah. Um, And I think not a lot of people realize that, like, maybe some people are watching this or like, I don't know, I've never even heard of a free birth. Like, <laughs> maybe, you know, well, that's okay. But we just want you to birth free yes. and have that, um, have the freedom to choose what is best for you. Yes. But that doesn't discount, I think, where free birth gets it right. Yeah is the fact that one, we need to take ownership or what they call radical responsibility. Yes. And maybe share, because it took me a little while when I first entered the birth world to figure out what does it mean to take responsibility for Mm, my birth? That's So so maybe touch on that. Like, what does that mean to take responsibility for your birth? Oh, that is so good. So what this looks like is instead of passing off all of your decisions onto somebody else that you perceive in authority, or you even perceive as just knowing more than you, um, instead of saying, you know, I, I don't really want to make decisions. I just want to keep passing mm-hmm. that off to somebody else. That's the opposite of radical responsibility. Mm-hmm. So yeah, radical responsibility looks like knowing what birth is about, knowing your options and then coming to a place of peace between you know you and the lord your Mm -hmm. husband and you and the lord like this is a decision that we are making and the outcome of birth is solely between us three Mm -hmm. like it's nobody's fault like i know it's so kind of it's graphic to think about and to talk about but 
every home birth mom has to get to a point where she's like, if the worst happens, like that is on me. Mm-hmm. Like I have taken full responsibility over my actions, my decisions, mm-hmm. my beliefs, you know, the people I've mm-hmm. invited in literally everything rests on my mm-hmm. husband and I shoulder and we will answer answer to the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people don't understand that. And so what happens is people are like shocked when you say you're planning a home birth. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, how could you do that? Like how reckless. How reckless. Yeah. Because what they, they don't understand is that like they've been placing responsibility on their provider mm-hmm. and they fully trust that that provider is going to provide an outcome mm-hmm. that's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's a big thing to hit on is that there are no guarantees in the hospital or at home yeah. and that things go wrong in both places. And there's, you're always going to wonder what if in one way or another. And I think that's a big thing to consider when handing off responsibility to responsibility to somebody else is you still have to take that trauma home. Whereas the person who maybe caused harm, they're going to go home and they might remember it, but they're, it's not going to keep them up at night for the rest of their lives. You know, we like either way when something, so it's like, what, what is the risk that we want to take? Like the unknowns of like what can happen in a home birth, but we've truly, we've prepared. We know we're knowledgeable. We are the Holy spirit is leading us Mm -hmm. or handing off responsibility and still having to take home Mm -hmm. the consequences of whatever might happen Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it is graphic to talk about but Mm -hmm. that that is all have to wrestle with literally if you're going to choose a home birth you have Mm -hmm. to get to that point yeah yeah you do because if you don't like you will be living the rest of your life blaming others Mm -hmm. and there's no freedom in that either yeah yeah. And so when you are in a relationship with the author of life, yes, like you can rest assured knowing that he mm-hmm. has that covered. He like holds he, the keys. He does. The life and death. Amen. And, and we trust that it's our instincts, which is the Holy Spirit in us, is that he is leading us. And we know, because I remember when my midwife called you to say, I have another mom in labor. I'm, I prayed about it. I'm going to go to that mom. You stay with Jamie. And I, we all had peace about that. <laughs> oh, I mean, there was, yeah, knew, there was no, I mean, but we knew we were okay because the Lord told us all mm-hmm. that we were okay. Mm-hmm. I felt it. You felt mm-hmm. it. She felt it. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we just knew we were okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like follow the peace. Yeah. And I maybe that's why yeah. I renamed this like peaceful home. <laughs> yeah. Like follow yeah. the peace. When the yes. peace is in your presence, yeah. there is power. Yes. Ooh, that's a word. Yes. That's yes. a word. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's follow the peace. Yes. And, yes. And there is that beautiful dependence Ooh. on the Lord beautiful dependence yeah. which you're you're going to carry throughout the rest of your life yes like the yes. lessons you learn in birth yes will be with you yeah the rest of your life absolutely I have learned to surrender in a mm-hmm. way that the Lord had to break me down and yeah. and he went through he was so gentle and kind yeah and he was so long suffering yeah. to me to say you know what 
I'm going to just handle your anger, Allie. You can be angry. Mm -hmm. And when you're done being angry, then, you know, it's going to go better for you. Like the anger really doesn't do anything. Yeah. And that is something that like, I have to be reminded of, but I can look back. And that's the thing. Like the Bible is full of stories or full of and the Lord saying, like, remember when, mm-hmm. like, look back at this. Mm-hmm. Look, do you remember what you yes. did? All these Ebenezers, yes. that's those times that the Lord showed that he was faithful. We can look at those, those like pinpoints yes. to remember. And that's for, uh, for everyone, every woman who's had a spiritual home birth. Like that's yeah. what that is. Well, even birth. you know what? Every woman who has had a birth, it stays with her as that yeah. kind of, pinpoint in life but it's up to you to choose Mm -hmm. is it going to be an Ebenezer moment or is it Mm -hmm. going to be like I don't know what the opposite is but is it gonna be like a moment of pain yeah that you look at you know and we can't fully control that but what we can control is our decision are we trust and are we trusting in the Lord and I mean, cause that, you know, yeah. we're not guaranteed anything, but it can still be, even if something goes wrong, it can still be that Ebenezer moment because we can still look and see what the Lord has done. Yes. And you know what? The peace isn't relying on outcomes. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Yes. Like, even if the most catastrophic thing happened mm-hmm. at your home birth, like the peace is so present. Yeah. And so, and he carried you through. And so that can still be an Ebenezer moment. But then when you are going to usurp authority Mm -hmm. or, or allow somebody to usurp that authority. So instead of like the Lord being your authority and you making decisions, you and your husband making decisions together on what is best for you and your birth, you're allowing a doctor to come in and say, you know what? This is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. This is the amount of time. This is the medication you're going to get. This is what, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you choose, you get to choose that. Yeah. Yeah. And what one is going to change the trajectory of your life in a more positive way? I, I mean, and you know what, if you have had a traumatic birth, Mm -hmm. if you have made a decision that has led to pain, you're not alone. Yep. We yep. both have been there. Yep. And that's where we're talking out of. Like, we're mm-hmm. talking out of a place of, like, we've been there. Mm-hmm. We've done this. It is I, from a sister to a sister mm-hmm. to a sister. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And we, but, like, the Lord redeemed that. Yeah. Right? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he uses our stories and that's why we are passionate about sharing what we should and talking about what we talk about is because we want other women to know. And even if you're a first time mom that Mm -hmm. you can choose this, you don't have to, cause I think, I mean, countless, almost every woman that I know that's had a home birth started in the hospital and, you know, had that progression each time. And it's like, we're here to say you can have, and you can have it the first time and you are capable and your baby does know what to do. You know what to do if you just allow yourself to just delve into like this world mm-hmm. of taking charge of your birth and being educated and tuning into the Holy Spirit. 
and it's available to every, every woman. Yeah. 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 And again, like if I think every woman should be considering home birth as her first option, Mm -hmm. but if you did consider it seriously, Mm -hmm. you and your husband seriously talked about it Mm -hmm. and you prayed about it and you decided after that, that for some reason that is not best you know, you can still have like a Holy Spirit peaceful mm-hmm. hospital birth, which, yeah, I mean, there's a episode and I'd have to look back at it, but um, it was with Anna Grady. She came on my show and shared her first yeah. birth in the hospital where, you know, it's not ideal. She wouldn't say it was ideal, mm-hmm. you know, and you can listen to her story, but you know what was the fact that like the Lord made a way made a way yeah. where there was no way yes, he parted the sea he did yeah. in a way that I never knew was possible but mm-hmm. you know why she worked so hard yeah. on radical responsibility on inviting the Lord into her labor space mm-hmm. there was so much prayer that went into it and who are we to think that we can enter into birth without prayer yes Yes. Are you kidding? no matter where we are? No, we, yeah, we have in the Western world, and maybe this is all over. I don't know. I can only speak for the U.S. and for the one that I've you know mm-hmm. been with, but um, or talked to. We somehow have started thinking that we are just capable of birthing on our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what does this about? And we're like, we don't even think twice of asking the Lord. Yeah, like, hey. Would you make a way where there is no yes. way? Yes. You know, hey, yeah. this is what I wanted for my birth. And, you know, yeah. I'm not feeling like this is happening. Was this your heart for my birth or mm-hmm. was this my own expectations? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you know, he wants to offer so much to yeah. us. He yeah. has a heart for birth and for women. Yes. And we are not even asking. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think of even, was, was this in your post that you made today or yesterday about, um, even like testing and stuff during pregnancy and tuning into the Lord yeah. and the, and relying on the Lord to know, like, is this something that I need and trusting? Was that you? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so you, I mean, you know, you can word it more beautifully than I can, but no, cause I thought about that for, you know, my neck, cause we think about, you know, this whole progression thing. Yeah. And I think like, okay, so my first birth, I had like four, four, four ultrasounds total. My home birth, I had one anatomy scan. And I think about that a lot for like my next birth. Like what I do, what I do another anatomy scan, would I just forgo it all together? And there's a, you know, you kind of like wrestle with that. Cause you know, you want to be prepared if there is anything big, you know, and, but it's like, yeah, like tuning in with the Lord being like, Lord, is this something that I need to do? Mm-hmm. Is this, is there something that I need to know and trusting that he's going to give you that, mm-hmm. that direction, that guidance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's such a great point. Like home birth is so it's personal and it's, mm-hmm. um, it's not one size fits all. Yes. It's just not. Because Which is what we worked so hard to get away from. Gone... Let's not put us back into it. Right? Yeah. Yes. We try to get away from the standardized care mm-hmm. of m- the medical system just mm-hmm. to go into standardized care of this is what an ideal home birth yeah. looks like. Like, yeah. let's not do that. Yes. And yeah. I will say like on the anatomy scan, you know, I would feel comfortable not having an anatomy scan, but my husband wouldn't. I'm like, mm. you know what? 
in that moment, I am submitting to him. Yes. And it is, I know that's going to make yeah. some people real yeah. angry <laughs> out there. Yes. But it, but that's something that I will do yes. for him. Yes. And that is what is fitting our life. Yes. And our birth. Yes. And it didn't harm yeah. my baby. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And the Lord yeah. makes a way where there is no way I am, you know, yeah able to tell the ultrasound tech like I don't want it very long yeah like I just yes. want to look at these things yes. and so it's like he makes yeah. a way where there yes. is no way how why are, are we limiting him yes how are you going to have that unity and that oneness in birth if you don't have it in pregnancy and mm-hmm. learning how to come together to make a decision and not feeling like oh well this is just whoever says this you know their way goes. And you know, it, you have, you have to be able to make a decision together because it's both of your child. You're like, oh, it's it's our body. We're birthing the baby, but this is not only our baby. Like we cannot make a baby by ourselves. Like is this the next level? We can make a baby by ourselves. We can't birth a baby. Like we can birth a baby by ourselves. But we don't have to, but and it's so much more beauty yes. in yes. allowing the other to the other us. half of this baby, and all like with of course with some exceptions, but like the beauty of birth is the mother and the father, one coming together and being there for the birth of their child and yeah. that's I don't know uh, we could this is going to be a whole I mean, episode I, I like, feathers. <laughs> but you know what that's okay because my yeah. I that's where I was with Elise mm-hmm. so and that so it would be two births ago I was like you know yeah. what I can do this myself because yeah. I got so wrapped up <laughs> in the whole free birth thing that I'm like I am independent yeah, yeah. I am capable and I am a strong woman yeah. <laughs> and I do yeah. not need my husband. Yes. And guess what? There yes. was a lot of strife. And then there was yeah. a lot of anger during the birth. Yeah. And I got to the point where the Lord is like, give it up. Yes. Yes. Give it up, Allie. Yes. Like yes. surrender yes. to me. Yeah. And it goes better. Yes. And this is not ultimate like this like this thing that you want right now is not ultimate and what's more important is the unity between a husband and a health like a healthy unity like let's be clear like we're not talking about like abuse yeah like that not at all why does he have to qualify that by the way like uh, oh i know know, i know that's so sad i I hate that we have to do that but it's true we're we're talking about healthy marriages here yes and the beauty that's come when you like take both people into consideration and I think that this is so important like Corey and I we're starting to coach couples Mm. on like a lot of the times it's a husband who is very nervous Mm -hmm. and is like I don't know but the wife has this deep desire and like you know sometimes there's arguments and butting of heads and it's not a beautiful thing and so it's so wonderful that a husband and wife who's been through that can help other husbands and wives talk through this yes, and be coached through this because there's so much beauty and unity on the other side of it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good word. Yeah. 
Do you have any other words? I, I feel like I we feel like talk. we better stop before we go another hour. <laughs> I know. I have so we have so much that we could talk about. Honestly, mm-hmm. with I don't know if you remember this, but when I was talking about starting a podcast like three mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. I called you up. I was like, oh, starting a podcast. What do you think about it? Like you want to <laughs> co-host? Yes. Like we seriously could talk about birth forever. Yes. So I should have you on more often. Yes. Oh my gosh, I know. So we might have, we might as well. We're, we talk every time we hang out we just need to record our conversation I agree we have some of the best conversations yeah <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you so much for of course taking time to talk about birth with me where can people connect with you um find you? yes I'm... birth photographer extraordinaire <laughs> so hit her up oh she gosh. takes the best pictures <laughs> you're so sweet um yeah I'm on I'm on Instagram uh Jamie Lee Miller um or I have a uh, my personal page is linked on there too which is where I am most of the time these days but and you have a website yes yes jamieleemiller.com um is where if you want to um connect about birth photography you can find me stuff there yeah so I'll put all those in the show notes and awesome Maybe I should have warned you how much laughter you'd hear. (laughs) We have way too much fun together, but I hope this shows you the depth of joy that can be found in sisterhood. Birth brought Jamie and I together, and I'm so excited for what is to come through this podcast. God created us for community. If you haven't followed my new account yet to keep up with all the new things happening, make sure you go do that today. Find me on Instagram at Peaceful Homebirth. If you haven't liked today's episode, would you take a moment to leave a quick review? It helps more and more women find the show and spread the message that peaceful homebirth is possible even after trauma. Thanks again for listening. And as always, peace be with you.